Listen, guys, my editing team told me I needed to do an introduction for this podcast. This podcast, I personally think, needs no introduction. It's me in bed with a lady boy. We had to do some uh, things we may or may not regret. We had to spend some time in the mountains afterwards. Again, coming to terms on where we sit with those regrets. But, yeah, we put aside the jokes for this one. We got to the peak of my capabilities of journalistic integrity. And we asked the questions you've always wanted to answer. You've always wanted answers from when it comes to ladyboys. This ladyboy was in Thailand. She was a great time. Um, and really let me ask whatever I want. This is a fascinating one. She talks about how she learned five languages to hustle men out of money. I love hearing about any woman and her ability to hustle men out of money to help myself personally learn those tricks to avoid them happening to me. But yeah, guys, we're back. Elsa Gundo Podcast. I've been traveling the world, fighting from all my problems. And yet, here we are in Wollongong. This podcast dates back to my time in Thailand. And now I feel comfortable releasing this podcast. Please get behind it. We'll ask you the questions you want answered. Um, and again, some of the things we did prior to filming this have not only left me with a bad taste in my mouth, they've also left me with a limp and apparently some incurable STDs. So thanks again for that and enjoy this episode of the El Segundo podcast. You are now listening to the El Segundo podcast with... Who? Craig Jones. Who? Craig Jones. <laughs> and um, uh, having that guy around is the best thing that ever happened for the squad. All right, I'll start with a quick commercial from my sponsor, Everton. Everton, uh, Seattle sponsorship, testosterone replacement therapy sponsorship, obviously very important for athletes. But again, Everton will give you uh, 5% off if you use the code B-TEAM off everything excluding blood work. But again, you get a good 5% off discount on your Cialis with Everton. And I'm here with Juan. Speaks five languages. <laughs> yes. And I, w I really wanted to talk to you about lady boys. You can ask me anything and I'm right. I'm is, open. Is it um, appropriate to say lady boy? Is lady boy rude? Mm, for some, they might take it as an offense, but for me personally, I don't really care. It's how you classify people. Yeah, yeah. And lady boys is huge in Thailand, right? Oh, yes. Is there any re reason in particular for that? Well, I think Thailand is more open and we, most of us are Buddhism. As long as I don't create any problems and we can blend with the society, then we should be okay. <laughs> so they don't really mind. You can be lesbian, gay, lady boy, it doesn't matter. If you are a good person and you can adapt and blend with everybody, not try to be out there, like, try to be too different or loud, and the people can't accept you as you are. Interesting. So if if we're talking ladyboys here, so obviously male transition to female, is is our ladyboys considered women, or are ladyboys, is it something different? How, how does that work in Thailand? What is the average person? Well, it's quite individual. <laughs> 
it's hard to speak for all of us because most of us we want, want us uh, everybody to understand that okay to respect us as a woman but genetically of course we are not but uh me personally i don't mind you can call me she male or female or I don't really care because maybe I'm more mature now. If I, if you talk to me or interview me when I was 20, I might give you different answer. You want to come out swinging? I just, just fine. And if I will find that offense because we want to be a woman so bad and we don't want people to question definitely. I've, I've heard some stories about guys making inappropriate jokes to ladyboys and getting... Uh... Oh, yeah, they get the ass kicks too. Sometimes because they don't respect us and they not all of us is funny or a joke. Some of us have a professional and serious job as well. So we're not all about hooker or anything like that. So we, we just want to be like normal people. Yeah. I mean, those stories are pretty funny though. The thought of those guys getting attacked. Yeah, I had one with me in Bangladesh. You attacked? I just punched him and he was on the ground. <laughs> I didn't want it to. Was it a he disrespect me? What did he, was it a foreign guy? What did he say? He's foreign guy, and he say, "Can I see your boobs or something like that?" And he's touching my ass, and I wasn't willing to. If he at least asked me, and maybe I'm okay with that. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't ask. He didn't ask for my permission, and he I keep you two hundred so I can see your boobs. I keep him a fist on his face, and he was laughing. Oh, you headbutted him or you punched him? No, I just punched him on the jaw. So he got to touch the knuckles, that was it. Yeah, I'm that lefty, maybe he didn't expect that. So I already know that I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I better be fucking careful. No, 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 no. How long does it take to develop the skills of finessing a man's money without doing anything? Well, it takes years to learn. You have to place the random button. If you found the button, then you get the money. Can you, can you tell us, uh, give us some examples? Because obviously, like me personally, I look for sugar daddies myself to support this <laughs> podcast and everything. It's not going to be simple as that. And normal, happy, happy man will not come to the bar or even come to Thailand. <laughs> why they come here? Is something wrong with them? Really? There that is something wrong with them. That's why I'm here, yeah. <laughs> no. You have to find what is wrong with them. That you cannot just ask them directly. Of course, they're not going to tell you. You have to spend time and kind of estimate what is the possibility that they're missing. If you found that, you can get a house and car and money support. Quite a good amount too. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, can you give us some stories about that? Like some examples of like what a man's missing, how you found it, what sort of money that give you? Oh, I have so many stories. I I was... 20 something, 24, 25, I was working at a restaurant as a promoter. Had to dress pretty and stuff. And they had like a Austrian, Austrian guy. He said he was a pilot. So he was flirting with me time to time and asking me out, how much do you want to go with him short time? And he asked me, 2000 for Sadana. At that time, I worked at Sukumit Soil 7. And you know Nana Soifo? No, no. <laughs> you well, must know. At least I won't say it. At least I won't admit it. Sukumis Soifo Nana is 
uh, mm, kind of fancy place <laughs> and it's like very well known of tourists to go to find young beautiful lady or transgender whatever that taste and the guy he had the money he kind of i feel i think he's wealthy and he asked me how much do you want to have sex so and i didn't like him he old and disgusting so i just keep rejecting him for year and year and one day he asked me how much would it take to see you get naked i said five thousand just to just to piss him off but he not he said okay and then we went to the short time hotel room it was 300 baht for two hours or something so i went I asked my friend to cover my shit <laughs> and I went to him and then he gave one, two, three, okay, 5,000 baht and then he gave me the money and I was standing there and he, why don't you take off your clothes and I said, no, you pay, you take it off. So I teased him. So he slowly take off everything and his face suddenly changed to become like, how do I describe it? It's like a psychopath. I don't know the words. Like crazy with saliva and everything. <laughs> wow. Crazy. And, uh, and he wanted to touch me. Ah, ah, ah. 5,000 to see me naked. And then say that you can touch me. <laughs> I'll take my photo. <laughs> Are you done looking at it? And then I just take my photo. It's take me five minutes to get 5,000 at a time. So I always find a way to do things. Because uh, I think... That's why I think it's very important to study the language. I can have option. I would, I can do if I want to. I don't have to do because I have to. I feel a bit inadequate that the short time hotel is a two hour booking. I think that's a pretty commendable effort. Well, they have a, they say short time and long time when you're walking on the street and then the girl asks you, uh, short time this price, long time this price, they, would do about a couple hours for this amount of money. So there are some hotels, like you do short time for two hours, they would share like five to 500 to 1,000 baht because they can sell the room quick, quickly. And, and last night I, was, I went to teach my students, teaching them English, and they were client, massage lady, being a falang from the beach. And I said, quickly, quickly, I want quick. Why I have to be really Oh, because his wife is on the beach. <laughs> he came holiday with his wife and his kid, and then he went short time with the massage lady. Well, she's relaxing at the beach. Well, the massage shop on the beach. Oh, she, and so he left his wife and his kid on the beach. This, this was like yesterday. I was, it just happened in front of me. Like, because the girl that are teaching English, they were. Like very naive, they were like 18, 20 years old. They don't know how to do it. Say, take the money, 1,300, give the room, sell it for one hour, and then you get quick money, and then you make it nice and sell it again. Because I, <laughs> I did this industries all my life, so I know what it's like. <laughs> That's a man that operates well under time constraints, you know? Back to the family quick, eh? Well, it's like, it's, it's not going to take long. I assume like 20 minutes or something. So do father is not spending too much time away, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I have many crazy things like that I experience my own and my friends too. 
Um, I've always wondered this because amongst the guys, we everyone always talks about it like, uh, and obviously it's a hard question to answer, but like, if a man has an experience with a lady boy, mm-hmm. is he considered straight or is he considered bisexual? Well, I don't think it's really matter to them because if they have a boss to have sex with transgender, they... I assume they don't really care unless uh, they have family and friends. Like I have a story like, oh, I came to Thailand and slept with the most beautiful woman in Thailand. But in fact, he slept with a transgender. So he didn't want to tell everyone, his friend and his family. But I think men nowadays kind of like okay with that. Even they think I have my partner and his family okay with that. Well, I always think that it's the, the, the joke isn't about the lady boy it's more about just making your friend uncomfortable you know what i mean it's about like uh when you bring it bring it up to him or some, someone had that experience you see their anxiety the jokes like on their reaction i think that's fine yeah i think that's funny some of them kind of addicted to it too and enjoy it but i don't want to admit it yeah if it's, it's that bad why you always come back yeah maybe they, <laughs> they, they like it because it's a bit secret you know What percentage of guys that come to Thailand would have sexual experiences with ladies? Obviously, pretty high. Well, it's um, I cannot tell exactly how many percent. It is about the chemistry between the two person. And in the past, I slept with many married guy with kids, and they had girlfriends and all sort. And they told me about a girlfriend how she did a girlfriend in bed. So that's how they came to me, and I don't know how many percent, but if they have good chemistry and you talk them, you convince them. You have he had to like you at least a little bit. How do you convince a man for his first time? How many men was it the first time for you? Well, it's quite individual. The man had to have a little bit feeling for you. Otherwise, it's very difficult to convince them. How you gonna get him hard with if he not found you attractive? It's almost impossible. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> you can make him get hard. <laughs> so it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's true though, from my personal experience. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. So what? When? What percentage of dudes generally you think are a little bit curious to experience it? It depends on where they meet them. Where they met them? Mm-hmm. If they met and they met the bar, they're like, okay, just one hand thing, and then they try. They might like it or they might not like it, but again, from my experience, I never see them reject or never come back. They always come back. They, they might not tell their girlfriend or their family, of course, but they always come back. It'd be a tough conversation to have with the wife, I think, you know. But they always come back. They always come back. Really. But I didn't expect them to break up with their wife or anything to come to be with me, because it's a reality. <laughs> you know, we can't. He has his wife, kid, family back home. But does that happen? That sometimes happens. They get stuck in Thailand. They get in in back what to, way? Like they don't go back to the family. They stay out here. No, it's not as simple as that because they have job that they have to commit and they have to go back. Unless they really choose to be here, work here, and live life here, then okay. But uh, not like my partner. He know he he tell he told his mom and dad 
meet mom and dad, and dad come to meet me in person. So looking for a relationship and just for sex experience, of course. Of course, that before you have a wife and kids, back in the day, you might not sure what is your sexuality attract unless you try. And I have many gay friends, American or Englishman, have wife and kid, and then turn himself to become a transgender at the age of 50. So it could be anything. It must, uh, it must be something inside them already. It's not me changing them. <laughs> it's something in them. They they have this curiosity inside them, but they didn't want to share or talk about it. But it's already there. How much? All right. So, like, if if someone comes to Thailand for that experience, do they throw themselves in straight away, or is it a very they they have a look in the building, they come into the bar, they it's a slow process. Well, from what I asked the men, they kind of want to, but don't want anybody else to know their secret, their private life. So they will do a little bit of inspection. <laughs> they look at the girl or the lady body they like. Like when I was working in the restaurant, most of the men that hit on me, they would come to eat and kind of like rescue, uh, inspect or something just to see how do I is that and then he would ask me out. So most not or if they if they don't care anything they just go directly to the ladyboy strip bars. They just go pick and pay by fine and take whoever they like. Yeah. Is so ladyboys is what what percentage of ladyboys have had surgery with gender reassignment surgery versus nowadays no. No one does? Not no one, I would say it's small percentage than the time that I grew up when I was 17, 18 because they desperately want to be women so bad they think shut up to cut off their dick will make them become a female. I had that money too and I didn't want it to because it would not change me genetically. I cannot keep birth so I don't see why I have to make myself disabled. And I'm fully strong, I can do things. And most of my friends, after they have operation, they cannot do certain things. They become weak and sick. Really? Oh, yeah. Because they need to put, like, what is called a dildo or something to keep the hole open. Otherwise, it's will close. It's like you have your ear piercing. When you don't push your ear piece too long, it closes it up. And you imagine you, it's when it close up, she cannot pee. Yeah. So I don't see why. <laughs> yeah, so they have to sleep? They sleep with that inside them? No, I don't know how they do it. They have to put them inside like time to time just to keep it open and have to clean and have to go to do it. I can see it. To do have sex change, I think 200, uh, between 200,000 to 500,000. And then it make you become sick. Wow. Because you chop off your bowel, I think your uh, hormone change, your testosterone gone, and then it swing your emotional. And without t- have swing sex change, you already took hormones. If you decide to be lady boy, we took hormones since we were 13, 14 years old. Because we don't want to have beard and masculine. I don't have to shave or anything. So, and it's already affect our mental. Nowadays, 
men are more open about it. They don't really care if you're trans or whatever. If it, if the guy happy with the person, he would generally be with the person. I would assume. I don't know. I'm not a guy. So. What is it? I've never never seen one post surgery. What is it? Can you tell the difference? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> when I was working in a strip club, there is a lady boy standing on the left and the genetic woman on the right, and we kind of like. You get to inspect. Kind of compare <laughs> how his his look, how different his look. So it's not it cannot be as complex as a woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of diversity in women as well, you know. So it's like that's a. Think yeah, some of the women vagina is not as present to look at. I don't think, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, but you think you confident you can tell? You can tell, of course, because um, they don't have clip and stuff, and it's only f- back in the day it's only four inch deep. Really. But now it maybe the technology changed. Pretty spacious, know. in my opinion. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you cannot take Falamdi for seven inch or eight inch. You can might take the Japanese one, two inch, four inch. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, British ones as well. Hey. Um, yeah. That's it. That's fascinating. Hey. Yeah, and I have a guy who did a lady boy with uh, before operation, and after she decided to have sex change, he left. Really? Yeah. He missed it. I think so. I don't know. It's just how he liked it on that. <laughs> if he liked the genetic woman, he wouldn't date a trans wife. I don't see why, <laughs> because of, yeah, and he left the girl that trans. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Tell, tell, tell us some crazy stories about um, your about working back in the day. Weird requests from clients or anything like that. How far can I go? I go, go crazy. Yeah. Guys, B Team will give you 10% off your defense soap order. Now, guys, you're in a third world country looking to pop a few shots off. The only things on offer are quite risky. I would highly suggest defense soaps give you a cock a little bit of a wipe down. I know in some parts of the world, such as Kazakhstan, for some reason, the hotel puts their condoms in the fridge. What are you going to do when that fridge is locked for some strange reason? Are you going to call the hotel reception? You say, hey, unlock this fridge. Or are you going to boldly go where many men have gone before without a raincoat? That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to use a defense soap to wipe it down afterwards. Obviously, going to take a strong piss as well. If you catch something, hey, it's a thought that counts. You try it. You try it. B team will save you 10% off. This is something you cannot leave the house without if you're the Christopher Columbus of third world nation women. For sure. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, my gay friends have more experience than me because he doesn't care how the guy looks. He can sit on the wheelchair and stuff, you know. <laughs> and uh, so he went with the guy, yeah. And he looked like a gentleman with a suit and everything. And we, they went back to the hotel together. And he thought he got, he, the guy wanted to have to give him a blowjob or something. He said, no, he just want my friend to piss on his face or something. 
and he gave him 5,000 baht just to fit on his face. The golden shower. The golden shower, I think, is to Thai society thing is weird. I don't know, maybe Fanang is normal. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what is normal anymore when I know when I work in that industry. At this gym, it's normal for sure. Oh yeah. Down my side. There's a lot of weird stuff going on over there for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one girl she said when the old guy, yeah. And oh this guy is so nice. He put the water on the side of the bed. Yeah. And she drink it and then he she he had a cranking like like she thought the eyes, but why this eye is not cold? It turned out is to be his fake teeth. <laughs> he uh, put his fake teeth in the club, and she drink the water. <laughs> she thought, oh, the man so gentleman, give the water to him. <laughs> but it was his fake teeth. <laughs> <laughs> the fake teeth. That's gonna have a good taste to it, hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So many and. Uh, Maybe something like that in the West they cannot do, so they, they I assume they do it here. <laughs> they come to get crazy in Thailand. They come to get crazy, and then they, ten years ago they have like a military, American military, came here with the big boat. So like eighty or five hundred American militaries came to Phuket for one night or two nights. So there are some dead bodies. Well, the Americans or the Thais who ended up dead? That were good. The working girls. Oh, the working girls. Yeah, they they were agreed to go for five men, and only one of them come back alive. Oh, wow. But I don't want to excuse. It's just a rumor. I didn't yeah, say yeah. Yeah, because uh, that <clears throat> they they're not even put on the news. But we know what's going on. But I don't remember exactly when. But it's happened when the military came. So they have that kind of. Crazy situation a lot, like it's that. It's a dangerous job, right? It is dangerous. So if you don't know who you go to bed with, they might be nice, good looking like you. I have one, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have one German guy. He looked like a supermodel. Like you know, I went to him because I found him hot and okay. So very good looking guy. So I went with him, and he started to do a little bit, uh, squeezing my neck and stuff, and start to slap me. And more and more and bite my teeth and stuff and like I at the moment I think if I try to resist or if I more I could have died. I just <laughs> I just had to act like I enjoyed it. Yeah. And let him finish. And then when he went to the toilet, I didn't even think about how much I have to leave that room. As fast as I can because he could have killed me. Yeah, yeah. So you snuck out of there? Because he looked like big um, athlete, like you, strong build. And yeah, I didn't expect him gonna be like that, you know? Think, oh, because Lady Body, oh, okay, handsome man, we go, the handsome man. <laughs> and then this turned out to be some kind of psychopath. I don't know, no, no, the crazy guy. So yeah, he almost killed me. If I try to resist, because no way, physically I cannot fight with him. He is much bigger than me. So I ran. I didn't even wear my underwear. I just had to get out. <laughs> yeah, I nearly get myself killed once. <laughs> oh, shit. Is it better than to uh, pick an older, weaker client for a second? But you have more control. Yeah. 
You're in control, yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do though? What have the old man gonna do? That's true, it might not even work. It might not even you might just go and sleep with him and give him a card or he give you five thousand. Even that. That's what he gonna do. Sexually he cannot. Sure, I mean he might surprise you. I don't know. No. Well yeah, some of them would, you know, of course, yeah. But uh, there is a situation that that's all they want. They want to be loved, they want to be have somebody Beautiful around them, like their decoration. I have my ex-husband for 10 years. 10 years, I remember we have sex five times. What he need me to do just to dress pretty. And five go. times in 10 years? Yeah. And it's not just, it's not sex. It's just like I use an um, iron clip, like the hanger clip, to squeeze his nipple and he just come. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have to do anything. It's not even proper sex. <laughs> and I just sweep him. He gave me what thirty thousand a month for ten years. So it's an easy job. And all we needed was the nipples to get it done, eh? Yeah, I don't even have to touch him. I just squeeze him, torture him. He say anywhere, but not his face and outside of the shirt because uh, the working uniform or the man working suit is like covered to here, yeah. He said to me, I can hit anywhere, but don't leave my outside of the shirt. And he liked the pain. Did you like beating him up? No. no. It's made me mentally lead you for years. Really? Of course, it's easy money. Uh, Thai people, we, if we have bachelor degrees, we would have minimum wage around twelve to 15000 I didn't have any degree. I earned 30000 doing what? Just to hit a builder guy. Pinching some nipples. Yeah, yeah uh, pinching some nipples. I'd do that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was, at the day it's easy money, and I thought about okay, supporting family, brothers, sisters, and stuff like that. But I changed now. I don't do that anymore. I don't support no one anymore. I was gonna say sex five times in ten years. That is a real marriage, eh? Whoa! Just you make him look good. Make him feel good, go shopping, restaurant, as time to time he's gonna ask for the kinky stuff. How does he bring it up? Like, how does the nipples come into conversation? Like, how early do you come up with that? He didn't say anything when the first time I went with him as a customer. We did not date, we went online on the dating site or something. He said, Can you come to my room? I give you this much, that much. And then we agreed. I thought it's gonna be okay, just have sex with him. But it's turned out that he didn't want that. He wants me to um, make him in pain. He wants to be submission. Some receiver there. Yeah. He wants to be in pain and he can come. I don't I still don't understand now. <laughs> yeah, how does that happen, right? <laughs> I don't understand even now. I don't want anybody to hit me or anything. <laughs> yeah. I might remember the nipple trick when it's four AM and I'll yeah, twist yeah. <laughs> just twist it in <laughs> and put the high heel step on his just stand on his bow. We'll actually use another cameraman to demonstrate this. And bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Try. Yeah, he <laughs> want me to wear sexy clothes and whip and stuff, you know. I thought it's only on the porn movie. Yeah, I've never tried it. I saw on porn. But yeah, I saw it. I thought that it's just a fantasy in the porn movie. But this happened to me, so. <laughs> Where would you step with the heels? What would you step on? 
he wear he bought me a sexy high heel with the he would call half tie sexy lingerie and underwear and I whip him and he just masturbate himself. So I didn't have anything inside me. He didn't have sex with me really. That's wild, eh? <laughs> and that's all what he asked. Okay, fine. <laughs> 30,000 30, baht a month for that. Talking about 10 years ago is a lot. Even now. <laughs> Even the manager in the restaurant not own that. <laughs> yeah, so what? So Matt, so Matt, um, you mentioned manager then. What, like, when you were working these gigs, you would you have a, a pimp? Uh, oh, or? yeah. I was working in the luxury gentleman cup. They would not call me Mama Sama or him. They were oh, they call as a sale agents. So I don't want to mention about the name. It's like very luxury and politician, the uh, foreign businessman from Singapore, from Japan or China. So they have this most beautiful young girls, twenty, twenty, twenty five maximum. I I probably said it's better looking than the Miss Thailand world because yeah. they make they earn more 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 just one time they make six thousand to ten thousand for a night or for even just to just to drink with them because you have to be like in the Japanese or Asian style it's just drinking with them is like a horse if you take them then of course more yeah. more more so the girl make more than me I was earning, my salary was 35000 with the commission, so we make pretty good commission on top, so I get 10% for whatever I sell, and normally the girl would give me tips. And you were like the pimp, basically? Well, I would say a medium, because I'm an intern, I translate for them. Oh, translate, yeah, right. So, to contact the customer, bring the girl, 6, 10, 30 of them in front of one guy, and then he picked, and then he had to keep drinks every 30 minutes. 30 minutes for 1,500, just to keep drinks, because it's expensive. When I was working as a go-go go lady, same, but when I was 20, so they have 10, 20 lady boy with female, and have one guy sitting, and you have to pick one. <laughs> it's like a beauty contest. Really? They're all, and they get a pick? So we on the pole, uh, like a dance floor, the customer sitting here, and we're gonna have Mama Sang with the torch, the light to pick oh, which number. And the guy said, okay, I want this one, that one. And then talk, and he, the guy happy with the woman or the trans, and then they will have some kind of agreement and took them, paid it by a fine. At the time, it was like 500 baht. I'm talking about long time ago, 500 baht for bar fine, and then you pay whatever on top as you agree with the person. Yeah. I'd feel pretty self-conscious, all these girls looking <laughs> at me and I have to pick. I'd feel rude not picking people. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> well, you like, it's like you go to 7-Eleven or market. Yeah. I just assume. That's true, that's true. That's the same, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pimps here, are there any, is there a certain type of person that's a pimp? Is it girls, working girls that get older? Like, 
Well, when when I was working in the luxury man, luxury gentleman club, they normally they are like they used to work as a girl. Before when they get to thirty, they consider to be too old to do that. So they step up to to be a promoter and mama son. But I'm I'm come from the outside because of my language skill. But normally they would not bring people from outside, so I just sent him mail that I went to Japan and work and all that. And he, then the boss from America, and he tastes my language and he speak all sorts. So I, I can somehow get a job. Because for me, from my experience too, I want to know what it's like. <laughs> I want to know if I can get a job or not. I just want challenge. Yeah. But normally they would not take people from outside. And when, I, but when I was younger, my mama sang. She was very furious, very control. Determines. How is that? What is the word? Dominatrix, like really? yeah, very strong person. Yeah, but it's it's more more cruel back in the day. Now the girl is willing to do themselves because they want to earn money. They're not forced to do like what we may say. Oh, the film forced them to do the work. No. They do it willingly. Yeah, they're entrepreneurs now. Yeah, because it's easier money. Because now Thai, you see, it's difficult to get a job, and they keep us really minimal, like small salary, cannot survive. The rent is already half of our income. So, and go with Falang is easy money. Easy money. Yeah, you go short time two, three thousand baht for two hours. Some people have to work like what five to ten day for that. For that amount of money. Because the minimum wage now is around four hundred baht per day, so it depends on their skill set. But like the low labor, they would get like four hundred baht per day. How many uh, customers could someone potentially have in one night or one day? Could be one to five to ten. So they do like a very. Go with another guy, do quickie, and come back. Come back to stand, and on the Bangla road, and hey, <laughs> hello, and then they go again. Some of the girls they make like five customer per night. They make like ten to fifteen per night, or some might not have anything at all. It's skills. The skills. It's a creative course. Oh yeah, you need to have some skill to do prostitution. Otherwise, you cannot get customer. You can. <laughs> well, I mean, when I drive the scooter around here, girls are yelling crazy stuff out of me. <laughs> Is that like where? Where do they learn the art of that? They try to draw your attention to do what they're capable to, because some of them not speak good English or anything. They just do what they can to get your attention. So. I feel like it must cause uh, scooter accidents. Sometimes I hear some crazy shit. I'm like, Shh, struggling to ride as it is. Well, but they at the at that right moment they don't think about it. Yeah, yeah. They think the mind might stop and loop, and it's happened too. When I was working in mass in the massage shop, we have to do like that. Like we have like ten girls. I have two lady boys, and lady boy is the most sell. <laughs> the most popular. Yeah, because. Uh, <laughs> Maybe give them the hand job or a job. I don't know. 
stronger grip for sure. I don't know. They always come to us. They are girl. They don't pick the girl. They pick us. <laughs> I can't speak on that. I've never been inside a massage parlor in Thailand. <laughs> yeah, well, people have their own taste and prefer, and I don't know. <laughs> so the massage parlors often will have a mix, ladyboys and regular. Some places, but most of the time it's a girl, and of course some places they do lady boy only or they mix because there are some guy that like lady boy not especially for the hand job or road job or anything. Sometimes they want a strong deep issue. I had many clients when I was a massage. I didn't have I didn't give them sex or anything. They come back from my massage. I ha- I am I have license and stuff, so I give them strong deep. Tissue massage and they crack their back and stuff and they like it. Even the female, they come the Russian when she on her her holiday she will not go to the shop. She will one can you come to my hotel do my massage for my for me and my husband and my mom. So some of that too. Wow, I mean that sounds like harder work than a dodgy massage probably. Dodgy massage tends to do for ten minutes for <laughs> ten minutes for two thousand one thousand or two thousand. You do a proper massage one hour for three hundred. Well, if you go to a massage parlor and ask, um, "Are you a lady boy?" Will they generally be honest with you? Mm, I would say fifty fifty, because they are afraid that the man will reject them and they will lose the customer. Which man will reject? Some man will reject too, because I have experience. Then there is nobody else. It's only me. When the man came, no, I don't want you to touch me or massage me. It's okay, understandable. Because they is come for a different purpose. If they just want massage, it could be anybody massage them, no? Yeah, that, that's true. That's true. Someone told me about a test you can do, and I want to ask you if you if this is true or not. Someone told me that uh, in Thailand, something about elbow extension. Something. Elbow extension. <laughs> Never heard of that in my life. A guy told me that uh, if most men's arms go 180, mm-hmm. and sometimes Thai women's hyperextend. You never heard of this? Never have a clue of it ever. Cut, cutting edge science. Not on my knowledge. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's not a foolproof method then. Um, yeah. So you have um, massage parlor. How many years of the massage parlor before full time language instruction? Well, I do for a year too, but because I changed the job all the time, I didn't want to do um, works in one place for a long time. I prefer to do a little bit here and there because I always manage to earn money. Somehow, if I stick in in one place for eight nine hours per day, it take away my time. So I always okay. I worked in the restaurant one two three days. Then I go to the bar. Back in the day, when I work in the bar too, of course for one for one month, a cocoa bar, and then I I met my husband at the time, so he took me out, and then I learned. I spent time with him and I learned a lot what is the Falang mentality. It's now you learn the language. 
and to the point to not just not understand just the language, you understand the mentality. And then I, how do I make that money? Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I question and then I, okay, work here, work there, make some connection here, connection there. So, and in Phuket, there are many opportunity. There are expats, there are tourists. If I can, yeah, if I can arrange something for them, for the, with the local business, somebody gonna have to pay. So I just do that for survive. So and massage too, they don't have to pay me. They will cut um, 60, 40%, 60% to the shop and 40% to the massage therapies and the extra, of course, they not get involved. I'm gonna touch the extras. How many uh, girls that work in the industry do you get married to customers, like pretty women? Or could that be like a pretty lady boy? You know the movie? Mm, well, I would say 50-50. Some people enjoy the work because they don't want to feel attached and they can earn more money. So they can go with client, different guy every night and they just make 50 to 150,000 per month without any attachment. But of course, the disease stuff is risky. But some men, they just want... As some girl or lady body, if I found the right man, be happy with him. Went to German or Sweden, marry and live there, and it's individual how they agreed. So, so like for myself, we just stayed together, and he not really support me. He take care of the all expenses, and I earn myself more from teaching and working stuff. But not everybody like that. So, because some people they don't have skill, <laughs> so they have to do what they know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and they okay, they agree for thirty, forty thousand by the month, and then the guy cannot afford it. They would jump to another one. He's gone. Month. Yeah, but you can do that for twenty when you were young, eighteen, twenty, maybe. But now so many competitions and stuff. If you not agree with him, there always somebody else. Where, where, when is retirement age? You said about 30. But some people can do this until they're 50, 60. They still have like 60 years old hooker and stuff. Keeps them young, probably. And they love sex, maybe. Some of them already have money. They are already successful. They're just in it for the game, the love of the game. Yeah. They just want to see if they still got it or not if they still can yeah yeah i would do the same yeah <laughs> just to see if i can if i'm single and i'm 60 i don't even care just just want to see if i can yeah but of course there are the financial stuff that make them decide to do that of course and it's easy money because obviously Women have a great time hustling men out of money. That's got to be addictive. It is addictive. When we had to work full-time job for eight, nine hours a day, you know, for so small money, like twelve, fifteen thousand, you pay the rent, it's already four, five thousand. There's no saving. And then when you go out with men, they took you out for dinner and shopping. Or maybe have second time, you get a couple thousand. And some girl one night they have five customers, they make 
10,000 per night, but I'm not saying everyone. <laughs> so, but it's happened. Quite small percent, but it's happened. I know somebody like that too. Yeah. So the stories about hustling dudes is funny. What's the most you've ever rinsed someone for in, for the least amount of effort? I don't understand the question. Like, um, what's the most money you've got out of a guy before with the least amount? One night or some period. Well, you just got one night. Yeah, that sounds good. One night, I, I got 10,000. Just make him drunk. Yeah. Make him drunk, he pay. But the guy, <laughs> he he doesn't care anyway. He stay in the expensive hotel, five-star hotel. It's just like whatever. So it's yeah. just like whatever. It's not like a... Because you can see the difference when that guy been saving the whole their money for the whole year for on holiday or somebody who have the wealth. <laughs> I yeah. well, when you in the industry long enough, you can tell. Yeah, the, but I I can tell better though if they can. I can. Thai <laughs> lady boys are like Las Vegas, so eh? they'll take everything. <laughs> well, <laughs> whatever comes. Yeah, no, that's fucking funny. Hey, you know what? We'll finish on. We'll finish on your opinion Oops, on <laughs> transgender sports in America. Oh, trans. Oh. Should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about it. It's true that they have the Olympic or something that uh, trans women compete with a genetic woman. And I don't think it's fair on them. And they have the new world record and stuff. My partner, he mentioned about, oh, they have a new world record because the transgender compete with the genetic woman. I don't see that fair. Because me, I do a sport myself. I do badminton and pickleball and stuff. So I would not be proud if I win against a woman. I don't think for me, it's yeah. not fair. Yeah, yeah. It's about it's a big issue over there now. People are very passionate, passionate about it. Yeah, if you challenge with the knowledge, okay, fine. It's not um, related to the physical strength. Because there is no way the genetic woman can compete with the men. Even if we take the hormone, we're still stronger than women. I would never beat women, ever. Even they upset me. Never. <laughs> what they're going to do? They're going to cry in front of me. That's, that's true, that's true. <laughs> no. So you, you think we're, uh, with all the hormones and stuff, it's still a big, big difference? Oh, yes. I can keep three girls on me. <laughs> Everyone's doing <dreaming>, man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can try. But uh, I don't think they have that physique, you know. Still, man, well, you born genetic man, and also his instinct. When I have fight with a, a guy, I forgot that I'm a lady boy. In that right second, I just had to survive. I don't know if I'm female or male. Whatever make me survive. <laughs> so I did fight with the guys. Quite a few times. You fought with the guys? Yeah, it's not that I'm happy fighting with them because he insults me and try to make me fun of me in front of people. So I make him look funny in front of people by knocking him on the ground. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. I didn't want to do that. I wasn't proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us deserve it for sure. Yeah, they're drunk, they want to show up their friend, like they want to be like, what would you call, fat boy or something. Uh, fat boys. Yeah, they're trying to be, look cool, doing stupid thing. And you have to 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, they had to get the eco sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to end today. <laughs> we covered everything. Yeah, yeah. I hope you. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed it and help you guys understand more about the transgender in Thailand. And I want you to understand not all of us want to become a transgender to become a prostitute to earn easier money. It's just uh, it's just it's just the way it is. It's just easier money. It's not that we wanted to. Easy money is easy money. If if I have a grappling match and it's the same money, I'll take the easier opponent every day. Yeah. If I like for me for example, I only have to uh, hit the guy for thirty thousand. I only do it once a week. That's only four times a month. And these people have to work Eight nine hours a day for twenty six days a week, and then earn what twelve fifteen thousand. I mean, I'm not even gay, but I just about it. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> just go be somebody else. That's, you good, that's good money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. Always have client for everything. Um, we're talking dick sizes here today. <laughs> Let's okay. talk about some of the smallest penises you've ever seen, excluding obviously the men in this room. Well, I didn't see this guy, so I don't know. So the small, the smallest thing I ever see is like my side of my thumb, like this. Really? So I mean, and, that's not that small, yeah. Well, but I would expect to be that thick. he will have a, a bit more. I met him at a, you know. Blonde, tall, handsome guy, so masculine, you know. And I expect, oh, I'm gonna have some night dick tonight. Like, <laughs> and I like, I went to his hotel, and he's just flirting and seduced me and kissed me and stuff. And I was trying to take off his pen, and he just keeps holding his pen up and kissing me and seduce me. And I, come on, <laughs> and I pull it down. It's like. What do you say? You go get this out of here. I'm I'm leaving. No, I didn't want to embarrass him. I just say, uh, I didn't say that. Oh, I probably make him come. But it's so small. It's so fast. And like, oh, can I see you again? And like, uh, let me think about it. I don't know. But, I mean, maybe he just had really big hamstrings. Muscular man. I don't know, but the muscle is everywhere, but not there. <laughs> he could use some of this for circulation. Um, and obviously. <laughs> The biggest stick you've ever seen? Oh, from the French guy, it's like 12 inches. 12 inches? It's like a small bottle of Leo beer or something. <laughs> it's like the like same size of small bottle of beer. Really? Oh, yes. Because he's a French guy, I think he's have a big heritage uh, or African heritage, I don't know. But he's looked white. Really? He's just but, been blessed by the gods, eh? Yeah, maybe he's been blessed by the gods. And then he's like, oh... How who a, can survive that, you know? You made a deal with the devil for that dick. Well, I kind of like, so I, we're not, I didn't have one. I didn't want to, to have sex for another two weeks. I need time to recover for that. Because <laughs> 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 it's just like, I'm an absolutely monster. <laughs> too big though, you were like. But he was a slim, skinny guy. A nerd too. Nerd, slim, slim. You, you would not expect that. 
Really? Because I would expect the muscle guy, like, you know, like I said, but he had, like, tiny dick. <laughs> He's got the element of surprise. Yeah, everything. You never know until you open it. <laughs> I cannot estimate anymore, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, oh, good to what's the man. What's the true average, then? You mean Thai or you mean... Oh, uh, yeah, true average for Thai and for... It's uh, for the Compton side, it's a 40X. Same as that, mother bike hands. Oh, really? And uh, Falang average is 56. I don't know. Maybe I'm lucky if I already found 56. <laughs> 56, pretty big, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of them are, no? I don't know. I never see. Well, sometimes I see smaller from Asian, from Japanese and Chinese. But of course, yeah. Even the Falang is very small guy. Have a, I, I try one with midget because it's my fantasy. Small midget Frenchman. A midget? Yeah. Really? It's shorter than you. <laughs> and it's the dick like, oh my God. Like A midget fantasy. Yeah, because I wanted to try. I want to be a Snow White at some point. <laughs> so you wanted seven. <laughs> yeah, I want to feel what it feels like. So, so <laughs> Everybody has fantasy, even you. So... <laughs> I'm sure. As so. we know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's okay. I quite enjoyed it, actually. The midget was good? Yeah, the midget was good. Better than the muscle guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if he's too small, you could use his forearm, you know? <laughs> well, <laughs> well he's he done a pretty good job. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Work ethic. Thank you for listening to the El Segundo Podcast. Don't forget, Fat Cry Jones. <laughs>